Welcome back to another episode of Always and Forever, the doggone truth about rescue. Tonight is going to be another fireside chat. We're just going to catch up with our two special guests that are here and also talk about gratitude with the holidays coming up and what we are thankful for from the past year of everything that's happened at Always and Forever. And oh, of course, my co-host, Sarita. Me, little me. She's here. Um, Let's have our two guests introduce themselves. I am Jen Delsky. I'm the founder of Always and Forever. And I am Beth Van Auken, and I am... Management development. Management development at this moment. But we are very happy happy to have both of you here. Jen has been on a few episodes and we've heard your voice a lot. Very thankful for that. First thankful thing of the episode. But Beth, can you tell us a little bit about your journey with Always and Forever and how you started and where you got to where you are now? Yep. I've been here for probably actually three years, December 13th. I started out as a dog walker, volunteer dog walker in Shawnee, Kansas at one of our boarding facilities. Was walking every day. And then after dog walking, I started out as a medical coordinator for quite some time did some management at a couple different barns and now medical uh what was it management Management operations yes so you've seen it all done it all and have the personality and strength to deal with jen on a daily basis she's blessed i am blessed i am (laughs) and yes she is a gift that keeps on giving (laughs) okay So before we dive into this episode, I do want to acknowledge our adoption episode that we've talked about a few times leading up to this. Sorry, adoption crew. We will be doing that. Like I said in our last episode, it was our first time doing a virtual episode and then the editing. We just couldn't get it to the quality that we hold ourselves to now. Yeah, Yeah. we've been doing it. We set a standard now. There we go. And so that will be coming up at some point. But for now, we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. I'm going to jump in on the very first thing. And it would be the adoption team because the process to from where we were to where we are today is phenomenal. And we have two top-notch adoption coordinators from literally across the country. I think Sharon is in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania and Sue, Connecticut. And Arizona. Oh, she on vacation in Arizona. (laughs) Very nice. But the point is, you know, they haven't physically been to Always and Forever in Spring Hill, Kansas, but it doesn't matter if you're here or not. There's a million different ways to help. And they are so integral to getting to know our dogs and the placement of them and getting to know every single adopter that comes through and the application process and the time and the love and the energy that they give, even though we've never met in person, is felt worldwide. The connections that they make, the time that they invest is, I can't say thank you enough to an incredible team that I haven't physically been lucky enough to meet in person, but are so connected to this farm and the people here that when you guys do figure out the technology to get them on, it's going to be a pretty awesome process because as you have shared, we don't charge adoption fees, but 100% these are souls that we're dealing with and the law treats them as property and contracts protect them and we're going to do everything we can to protect them. And that is a very thorough vetting process. And we have a home check team and a background check team, but um, they speak spearhead it and they spearhead it with love and passion and everything that we do is towards the larger mission of making sure every animal is loved and safe. So I guess thank you to Sue and Sharon and every single member on that team to kick off this Thanksgiving week. That is a great lead way. I'm a nice person. She is nice, Beth. Yeah. Yeah, on the mic. Just kidding. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not nice on the football field. That's the only time no, I know. You put me in a sports field, and everything just the gloves come off. That's hockey. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do play hockey too. Okay, that was just. A sports <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, so, okay. So here's another thought too. When we, on our homes, I've always had, so when I was a little kid, I always had these dreams and it was to help animals and to help like kids in need, foster kids, things like that, and elderly people. And two of those dreams have kind of come true with the senior citizen centers. Yeah. That's one of my most favorite photos that are ever shared are the senior visits. And my own personal dog, Josie goes, I don't get to go, but I, I watch and she's, it's the highlight of her life when she goes there. And then the animals, obviously we take care of them and the homestead is just going to be another opportunity to help kids in need. But one thing that we want to do is put down, we're going to have a pond on the homestead. And so maybe in the winter, we'll have some pond hockey out there and everybody can be out there in the cold. And um, you're smiling. I know you're excited. No, can you just make sure it doesn't go down? Here? No, it's got to be flat. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just but that's just it. It's, it's integrating things that you love. And why not? We have this land. And, and if oh. you're doing something that you love and you can include others, whether it's animals or people, you know, it's bringing bringing people together. And that is the mission of this homestead. Uh, I don't know if you guys were able to listen kind of the dream and the journey of the homestead in that audio piece, but we have it out there on our on our website. And if there's a, an opportunity that you could play it on this podcast so that people could hear. If you're happy, animals are happy and people around you are happy. So it's just kind of the, the attitude of gratitude every day that we wake up. It really is a blessing, even at a time as turbulent as right now with all of the legal troubles we're going through and the financial troubles we're going through. You know, I, I could focus on that and I could get lost and sometimes I do, but I, I, I get to wake up and open my eyes and, and start another day and be surrounded by souls that love me and they don't judge me and... It's it's a blessing, and I, I am truly blessed, no matter how hard this gets. It's worth it. So, Jen, I know how passionate you are when it comes down to these dogs. They are your life. You are going to fight for them. Do you want to get more into what's going on right now with illegal stuff? Sure. You know, on a high level, it's truthfully nothing out of the ordinary with what you would expect with an expansion. It's driven by, I, I truly believe, when you do something so great and so pure, it, it scares people. We are 100% honest and transparent in social media, which is not the normal. It's something every rescue goes through. You know, there are going to be dog fights. You know, it's going to happen. Does that mean it's a dangerous environment? Absolutely not. Does it mean you assume risks when you come there? Absolutely. You know, our staff, our team members, they know that they they take these risks on because these are the souls no one else wants. So there's opposition to that. And, you know, we're, we're dealing with it. We're feeling it and we're ready. And, and the bottom line is we have nothing to hide and we can, we can fight any fight with the truth. And I will, I will always say we have God on our side and he has a larger purpose for us. I might not always see it. I might not always know why these troubles happen or why we have to endure this, but it's a journey. You know, it's not a sprint. Like I said, if I'm blessed to wake up every day and get to do what I do, I'm a pretty lucky person. I see Beth over here trying to get out of the podcast interview. Beth, do you have any feelings about what's going on? Um, No, I think we could probably wrap it up into the thankful part of the Awesome. Which okay. I wouldn't have expected, but I think the opposition just brings more sunlight to all the good. Whereas they're pushing toward us, they're helping us. They're getting us so. out there. They're getting yeah, so our, everything out there. It's wonderful. On that note, you know, I, I did share a post of kind of what's going on and, and, and then I shared it in the volunteer group. Somebody responded on TK's post and she said, I'm a 70 some years old. I, I live in, you know, I barely get outside. I don't have much connection to the outside world. But when I scroll through the social media, you know, I go to your page and, and I find joy there and I know your dogs and I feel 
like I'm a part of something. And that's, that is everything. It's everything. Okay, so for our listeners, a little background. We actually have a a special episode specifically on TK. But can you give a short, brief description or story behind TK? Sure. TK came to us about three years ago from St. Louis. And we found out about him. He was adopted out from a St. Louis shelter into a home where they do no background checks or anything. You just pay 40 bucks and walk away, right? That's most kill shelters in America, honestly. And then he was found at a different shelter and they brought him back to that shelter, abandoned a week later, and nobody could touch him. He was left in his he was left in his urine and his feces and, and his skin was stained yellow because he was untouched. And so he got he found himself at the top of the kill list. We pulled him and we brought him here and he was reactive when we first got him. And, you know, it got to the point where I knew that if I did nothing, then I wasn't protecting my people and my community. And so what we did is he was extremely dog reactive to the point where he would take another dog's life. And I feared for anyone breaking up a fight that they would be injured because it's very easy to break up a fight wrong and then for you to get injured. And we can get into that into TK's episode because we have an incredible trainer who is our full-time bard manager that works with TK nearly every single day for the entire time. And he didn't even like her when she first met him and she worked her way into his life and built his trust. And it's the truth is what we have done over the past year to invest in him and his training, his mental health, people ignore that animals have mental health issues too. The easy way is to just put them down. PTSD is extremely real in animals. That's why I keep saying they're, you're dealing with souls. These are not property. We will never put a price on their life, but he's gone to extensive training. He now goes on training tours with Michaela and he is the star student, sits in rooms full of dogs and people. He's amazing. So he is a beautiful example of true rehabilitation of a dog that others would have thrown away. And he does have his own Facebook page, correct? He sure does. He's very popular. It's TK's journey. Nope. It's Team TK. Totally false. Wow. You don't follow us at all, do you? He's not a member. (laughs) Close. You were kind of not close at all, but that's okay. You got TK's name right. She is so mean to you. I am not she mean. I am so nice. Didn't we just say I, I was nice? You're a sour patch kid. I'm Bianca, my cat. I got a cat. For people that don't know, I'm grateful for oh, my that's cat. that's true. The last Are time you? Jen was on this on the podcast, we were talking about how she hadn't found a cat yet. Yep. And I said, you literally run an animal sanctuary yep. that rescues cats and kittens. Can you share with our listeners what your cat's name is? The full cat name well it's <gasps> bianca the bitch i don't know if that's allowed but i call her b that's her full name bianca elizabeth for Bian- <laughs> very true bianca elizabeth the bitch um i mean she has chased beth down the hallway to where she's almost falling down the stairs she loves you for a second and then she will flat out try to kill you i can attest to that yeah 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 so um, and if you want to follow that journey that is on that's jen on my personal, personal page <laughs> Videos are posted. It, it is public. <laughs> it is public. It's public entertainment. Well, and it's free. So here's free the thing, public entertainment. Happy. What you see with me is what you get. I don't put up private posts. I put up publicly who I am, what I do, and how I do it. So I am the goofy person that gets a cat that wants to kill her. And I sat in the room with the cat and, and sang to her. And then I thought we were bonding. It was really a beautiful moment. And then she attacked me. So it's, um, you know, it's it's hit or miss. I don't know what I'm doing with Kat. Uh, I love her. She's insane. And every now and then Josie wants to eat her. So And Josie's a little old gremlin. So what can you do? Tal is old as time. Yeah. Singing into them and then they attack you. Well, you know, it's true love. How about Beth? What's, what are oh. you guys' favorite memories? 
Favorite memories. Yeah. To be grateful for. Oh, my gosh. Let's start. Let's narrow it down for you, Beth. Okay. Favorite memory this year, and then favorite overall memory, or what you're grateful for. There's so... With Always and Forever. Yeah. We were talking about on the way, that is actually the easiest and hardest question ever with this place. There's so much to be grateful for, and putting it even in order is ridiculous. Although, speaking of being thankful... You know, you guys should have a whole episode of reading our letters that people send. I yeah. mean, page after page. We actually Ooh, I would so love that. Is this something different from the Christmas cards? I think it's just it people is. that write no, in just, cards. They just, so the most beautiful letters come to the barn. Every Thanksgiving, I bring out this basket, and I save every single handwritten letter that's sent to me. Um, whether it's typed out or handwritten, I save it. You should have brought it I, today. I, well, I've done it for, I've saved it for from the day that we've been opened. Everyone that I've taken the time to read is magical because that's someone's energy and love that yeah. they put in there to send it to us. Us. It's personally one of my favorite. We should do that once it. a month. I love it. So yeah, so I can I can send letters with. You know, yeah. I love. So here I'm gonna just gonna pull out a name because I remember a name. Mary Farmer. She sends five dollars in honor of her dog Sam, who recently passed away, and mm. it's just so special because I get to know these people, and sometimes it's really personal stories, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know it's just wishing you luck on your journey because. We get the privilege to do what others just dream of. We do that 100% on faith. And it's taking and asking people to believe in something bigger than themselves. And it's asking them to do it every day when we don't know how to overcome these legal battles, when we don't have the funds. We still are waiting for our big million-dollar donations to come in. They're going to come. Like You cannot think of a better purpose to put your funds towards than literally saving the lives of not only animals, but the humans that are connected to it. And I think that is the biggest point that, you know, I think Jen brought up one day that on this earth, we will never know how far we reached. And I don't even think our brains, earthly brains, can really ever grasp that. We'll just never know. I mean, but those letters, the number of letters that start every day, I wake up and I go to my computer and I love it. It's what they look forward to. They wake up, go to their computer, watch the good morning video. It is so wonderful. That is now part of my Facebook yes. algorithm. Yeah. If I wake up and it's yep. the first thing on my and, Facebook. Yeah. Do you ever go to sleep? You know, sleep is a little bit of a foreign <laughs> Because yeah, I it's to me post every hour because of the day. you know and there's, I love the updates though. There's just a lot going on and I am so blessed to have the team we have now from where we were before. Because when I first started it was it was a handful of us. And obviously the, the issues and the problems were nowhere near what they are now. But at one point, it was literally just me and these dogs in the barn but in, and a few select volunteers. So it's it's having the belief that God's with us every step along the way and, and everything is a lesson to learn and grow from. And it's a journey. So I do have a team that I can 100% trust well, Jen, and sometimes sleep. Well, <laughs> and if she posts at three in the morning, there is somebody out there that's going to read yeah, it within five well, minutes. I, There's somebody I've out noticed there. lately on um, Facebook the always and forever main page. Jen, I know you've realized this, but I have to emphasize on it that do you know how many people have your back? Yeah. Like like from Canada, um, Australia, Australia, um, Singapore. It's all over. So what what you're doing? It's not my back, though. I mean, 
they, people know my name. I, I would love, and you don't see my picture a lot. I'm actually not in the, a lot of the videos, and that's for a reason. You don't need to see me. This rescue is about everyone. It's about every person, all of us, and that's why what I love most about this podcast is you are showcasing, showcasing how much people do behind the scenes because nobody knows the amount of work that goes on to keep our doors open. But I don't think you realize how big of a voice you have for those people that would not speak up for well, similar things. And, you know, I can go into when... When you've been at a point in your life when you know what it is to lose everything, these things don't matter. It's a hundred percent perspective. This is all a blessing. These animals are a blessing. These people that are connected, even that one next to me, you know, it's, it is for those that can't see it's Beth. It was just talking about Beth. <laughs> it's, I am blessed beyond what I could have ever imagined. And at one point in my life, I felt completely alone, even though I never was. I have always had people who loved me, but perspective is everything. And when you can open your eyes and say, thank you, God, for another day, because at one point, our friend David didn't have another day. And that was a big awakening to us. You know, we see it in our animals all the time. But when reality slaps you in the face that this life is so short, you have to come on a podcast when it feels like your world is falling apart and say how much you're grateful for the fact that you have this world to fight and protect. And not everyone will fight and protect it. I have an army of people that I don't even know and I, I love and appreciate. I think it's the Lumineers that their one lyric that has always stuck with me is I'd rather feel pain than nothing at all. I love that. And it's so true and like exactly yeah. what you're talking about of I'd rather fight all these battles than not even Some fights are worth fighting. You know, Amen. you just never stop. And they don't have anyone to fight for them. The dogs and the cats, cats are thrown away. Every other second, they're just left in dumpsters on the street. We have the most amazing cat coordinator in this world. And she would give her life to save cats. And she started as a dog hospice foster, too. So I know Beth is Beth um, is going to be on this for, on another episode, but I can't not be grateful for someone who has created a movement of cat lovers. And we are going to have a feline facility on our homestead. So that's going to be a really awesome place where we will even put the cranky cats all together and we can just all go in there and get attacked. That'll be fun. They're not all like Charlotte, are they? Charlotte no. was amazing. Was My amazing. most perfect little soul. And uh, do you want to share, I mean, your story, how she visited you? Well, we're coming back to you either way, Beth, because well, you still haven't shared. I mean, I'm Jen a, I cut can you share off. if you're going to cry. I do cut. I do Everybody talk. cries on these episodes. I know. You can share that one. And then, then they come back to me. Okay. So but she did this Beth had to undergo a procedure where she, she had to have brain surgery. And I'm talking for Beth because she's probably going to start crying. But the day that she had the surgery, the morning of, um, and I will share, Charlotte Charlotte was such a beautiful soul, and she had a, a pretty special connection with Beth. And Beth was not a cat person. At one point, she said, we are not saving cats, for, or she would not save cats from Wichita. And, of course, my Charlotte was a cat from Wichita. But, um, I mean, the, perfect. she was perfect. And the love that you could feel from Charlotte just made you better. I don't know how to describe that. But the morning that Beth had her surgery, I, I went through our messages to each other where she actually sent me selfies of her and Charlotte. So I don't look like this creepy stalker person on her Facebook page where I took pictures of Beth and my cat. That did not happen. Let's be clear. Well. So <laughs> I posted on her Facebook page the pictures of Beth and Charlotte. And I said, I think I said, she'll, she'll see you soon. Everything mm -hmm. will be okay. Something like that. And that was the morning of. And then 
I said, I, I just knew Charlotte would see her. And I said, she's going to see you and she'll be there. Cause that, there's a thin veil when you, you go under anesthesia and you're in surgery. And, and Charlotte ended up, you can jump in and share your story. No, I woke up and I think that was one of the first things I said is I looked at, I think it was Hannah. Hannah was there. Her daughter. Um, Hannah obviously knows Charlotte. And I said, she was right here. She was right here. And there was a spot right on my bed that it was about six hours of surgery, but she was there. I saw her and I petted her. And you could feel her. Yeah. And so you said that to me when Lily passed of they're always three feet away. Yeah. Just in a different yeah. dimension and than what we can see them as, but three feet away. And Charlotte made the effort. Because we love each other. And you know what's funny? I think cats are cats are different than dogs <sighs> in the spirit world, too. And I'm, I'm pretty spiritual now. I and never in was the real before. world. And in the yes. real world. Yeah. So, you know, you might people might think I'm crazy. I don't care. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive without God and without angels and without knowing that I know enough to know I'll never understand why mm-hmm. really bad things happen. But it's a journey. And... If your mind and your heart are open to learning from everything, we're never alone. And I do, I always think of heaven as three feet away so that everyone I love, they don't leave me. They just go to a world I can't see and they stay by my side and they guide me through the really hard times. Beth, you're going to get on the mic. All right. Um, How did you become, you, you didn't like cats at first. And Charlotte. You just didn't like Charlotte? No, I didn't like cats. <laughs> and you know what? It's not, I wouldn't say I didn't like oh, them. I loved you all animals. cats because of Charlotte. Cats are shady. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I mean, one second there's something, the next something, you know. I thought all cats were like Bianca. Yeah. They're scary. not. And then she brought Charlotte out and she said, do you want to hold her? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then I held her and she just melted in and that was it. We were done. We were, we were a thing after that. I love it. I love her. So can I switch topics a little bit? And this is of a, course. This is not necessarily even. It's this is hard to. And I want to share something that's that's really true to home for a lot of our listeners. Both Sheila and I are going through separate end of life type care for our animals that we've had 12 years and I've had Libby 14 and a half years and there's there's no other way to say it other than their time is is limited so I would ask you Sheila to share a little bit about your journey to help others that are there I know we're going to do a medical one but this is still it's it's something people experience every day and they shy away from and you don't have to be in rescue to go through it so I turn the tables on this podcast (laughs) but I think it's important to share different perspectives because they hear me talk about it all the time but I have not cried on an episode yet. <laughs> you don't have to cry. You don't my have tissue. to cry. I even just took up my tissues and handed them to well, bath and sigh because I, I figured. Would, I know what you're going through with yes. sleep and with worry and people need to know that. Yes. And I think it's different for me. I'm very grateful for my full-time job and where I work. My manager actually is an elder dog and he's going through a similar situation too. So he kind of can sympathize with me. The last week I've been able to work from home. And if I didn't, I don't know what I'd be able to do because Bailey is at a point now where she's not really eating on She's kind of stopped eating on Wednesday. She gets stuck when she lays down on the ground and it's getting to that point of, um, you and I have talked about it before. What was the Letter like the seven factors in the there. Factors, yes. Agility, um, quality of life, eating, yep. drinking. And walking. so it's starting to go through that checklist, quality of life and mental gymnastics. Am I selfishly keeping her alive? And then that opposite of just let nature take its course. Why do I have to decide? Having that control almost mm-hmm. of life or death of an animal, I 
don't like it. And I'm so grateful for both of you sitting across from me that helped me with that decision with Lily when it came time because I, that is something you never want to decide. When, especially me and same with you and Libby, like you get them in your early 20s. It's a different, like it's my child. Like they've grown with me out of college through all of my relationships, moves. I've moved from New York to Tennessee to Kansas City to Missouri. Like They've been through all of that with Bailey, especially when you have two dogs. Once she passes, it's like the end of that chapter of my life with them. Yeah, I have the same of, And I know you're going through the same situation of like, it was hard with Lily, but I still had Bailey. And now it's like... But in a million years, would you ever do a different No, and no. that's why the words you both have told me of dealing with this, because you have dealt with it so much with Always and Forever, is like, it's okay to be sad, but you have to be so grateful for the life and time that you've given her and to focus on the positive because the negative part of this is out of our control. <laughs> like, I can't control it. I can't make more time. You can't. But but um, then I'm, I will ask, there's, not to interrupt, but mm-hmm. then Beth had a Kiba three weeks. 21 days. Three weeks. And the love that she had and her family had for her is almost how you're describing it and that I have for Libby. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, there were flies flying out of her butt when she arrived and like poop everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, we all we all share these experiences. And with Libby, at one point I had Sam, Muggsy, and Libby. And when Libby leaves, my once family yeah. will all be in heaven. Yeah. And how do you process that? And I hold on to Libby with everything I have. I think I have 15 pills. I call Beth in the middle of the night. You call we were each in other. A message. The three of us are actually in a message thread of checking in. Have we tried this medicine? Have they eaten? Mm-hmm. How are they sleeping? Um, and to go back to your original question of sleep is you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. You learn <laughs> She's not to. up three, five times a night. So you're up with her. Sleep when she sleeps. So a little background on Bailey is it was in March that they found a huge mass on her spleen. And the vet said it could be days, weeks, or months. And here we are in November. They said to let her go, too. Yes. Of, like, yeah. schedule it. There's nothing we can do. We took um, her on a road trip. We took her on a road trip. <laughs> we went, where'd we go? To a football Mississippi. game. Mississippi. <laughs> because we thought she was, like... <laughs> we went to the winery, whatever. The vet literally said she was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And so for those first few months, literally every single morning, I would wake up, and the first thing I'd do was, are you breathing? Yeah. Or i come home, and I'm like, Bailey, are you still alive? Finally getting to the point, acceptance. There is there is a really good point out of that if you wake up every day in fear you're losing your days with them you got to find a way to just give it to god and be present yes death is inevitable for all of us it really is you lose out on life if you focus on death and it's gonna come we all know it but beth why don't you share it yeah and you you said to me too with lily when it was happening of my emotions of like she feels them she feels them. So mm-hmm. do I want her last moments here with me of just my sad energy? Yeah. Or That's I can so change hard. my energy of being happy and grateful. And how I've kind of traded my wording with her is every morning I just say, if you want to go see Lily, it's okay. That's, I like that. I, like, haven't told yeah. Lily, I haven't told Lily that. And I think of how I grieved Lily and it does come in waves, but life goes on. Mm-hmm. I know I'll get through it. Is it going to hurt and be tough as hell? Absolutely. But there's nothing you can do about it. Aren't you, you and Bailey getting ready to go on road trips? We are. Mm-hmm. And actually, when you were talking about sharing more of this journey, I was thinking about vlogging it. People Her need- road trip. Yeah. Of, there's not enough posts and talks about it. It's mm-hmm. uh, the puppy years, every single moment of the life. And then the senior years, people, I feel shy away from them until well, they do the post of goodbye. Goodbye. They passed. 
Yeah. But that in between of dealing with hospice and anybody who works in hospice care, pets humans, pets, you. animals, amazing people. I have no idea how you do this on a daily. Amazing people. You know, people shy away from what scares them and death scares people. Grief mm-hmm. scares people. And I think I told you with Akiba, you wanted to post on alumni. I said, post away. You love this yep. dog. Who cares that she lives in heaven now? She lives inside of your heart and share it. Yep. You know? And what you said is your sadness is just as important as your emotional your happiness mm-hmm. and you're not the only one with it no we we always encourage people to share that that's that's life life is hard it's messy it's effed up it really is because if love could save anyone no one would ever die i mean maybe some people would be overrun with dogs that's <laughs> <laughs> on of dogs but um you know as as a medical coordinator would you say that's one of, was one of the hardest parts was the hospice or i think you loved that the most no, honestly i don't think the hospice was the hardest part i thought in so many ways it was the most beautiful part because we were giving them something they would have never had otherwise right. which was a death not alone filled with love hopefully pain control pain control is huge and just peace yes. they wouldn't have, i mean dying alone on a shelter floor i i can't imagine a whole lot worse mm-hmm. so no i, I it, obviously there were so many dogs that i would never want to lose but it was one of the most beautiful parts actually and i think one of the hardest things is i think i give libby like 15 pills maybe 10 pills in the morning now and we're, we're constantly juggling and assessing and where's the line her peace versus my heartache and i'm not there yet she knows i'm I'm not there yet. I don't think Libby's there yet either. I don't think she is, but you know, life is harder. She's a tripod. She lost her leg to cancer when she was six years old. Vets told me to put her down. It was an $8,000 surgery to amputate her leg. She has um, chondrosarcoma, which is a form of a slower form of bone cancer versus osteosarcoma. They just assumed it was that. I refused to believe it. I did a biopsy. We did the leg amputation and paid $8,000 back in 2014. She's lived over half her wow. life now. 2014, without, that was? Yeah, without her leg. So I was a different person when that happened and so i had everyone tell me you know quality of life she's a heavy set girl in her front so she's chesty, <laughs> she's chesty yeah so it's harder um for those that don't know dogs carry 60 percent of their weight in the front part of their body so it's actually a lot easier for dogs to be amputees with a back leg mm-hmm. and you know the the veterinarian that i saw believed in quality of life and her and he said god gave dogs four legs so he could take back one and i held on to that and so now we have tons of dogs that have amputations and Mm -hmm. you know their life doesn't change they don't care they don't look at each other with disabilities they play and romp around they're killing it yeah so it's maybe not the most appropriate word beth (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) i brought her on this show You did. I sure did. You did. But I mean, I mean, would you? I mean, with Akibo, you you would. What would you share? I would do it? those twenty-one days over and over and over again. She brought us so much happiness, and we laughed so hard. It was horrible. It is still horrible for her not to be there. But I would. It's totally worth it. It's it amazing. Totally worth Three it. Three weeks. Three weeks, and they changed her life forever. Yeah. I had Charlotte two years. I felt like she was part of my soul. Yeah. I, I don't know how to share it any different. Sometimes they walk in the door, and you're like, okay, you're home. Yeah. This is it. We're not there yet with Bianca. Still waiting on B. <laughs> B and I aren't there yet. B's chasing Beth out of the house. But um, uh, she slapped you silly. Yep. <laughs> you're in there. But, you know, every animal is, is a different soul. And I, I truly do believe that. And they all have value, whether they have a troubled past or not. Um, we take them in the present with us in this moment. And that's that's everything about who we are and what we do is, is being in this present moment and being grateful for 
what we have. And I'm going to circle back just to my story with Bailey. Purpose of this episode of what I'm thankful for this year. I've always been forever. It has to be the struggles that I've dealt with this year with Lily and Bailey specifically. And then finding the support system that if I was not a part of Always and Forever, I don't even know how I would have gotten through it. Oh my gosh. So the volunteer, so Michelle Rooney, I think it was, yes. she brought you drugs. Yes. Like when, well, my one maybe friend, I shouldn't say it like that. No, <laughs> my one coworker, I said, I'm like, yeah, like checked in of like, how's Bailey doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for her new meds to get delivered. Yeah. And they're like, who's delivering you new meds? <laughs> you know, we and have I'm like, magic I people. have a system. It's like a I have a support group. It is. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody is doing a ride, like a vet ride. And it's, they're going to bring bring it by and I don't even have to go like everybody has your back and checking in to get that support system through always and forever and the friendships that have formed um especially the three of you probably what I'm most thankful for this year and it comes from happy times and the worst times and I think that's where true friendships are formed our first podcast size sitting in hot pee I mean how can you get better than that (laughs) to remind everybody I love it I mean it was Bailey's piece it was Bailey's <laughs> so, I, what are you thankful for? Because I know it's not that. What? The hot pee? Sitting in pee. <laughs> what are you thankful for this year from Always and Forever? Why do you gotta come to me? Go to Beth. What I'm most thankful for with Sai is <laughs> that she took Tobin out to the lake. And so she takes the dogs. Why don't Tobin. You know, because you're taking the dogs that are dog aggressive. And so uh-huh. you're asking people to be responsible. You're right. And not, this is a world where people want easy and they don't want hard. But you took a dog that never experienced the lake and the water. Tobin and was so good. You slept on a bed with him and snuggled it with him in a pillow and he's like sitting by your head and so for me i'm thankful for for that for those opportunities for our doggy daters that do our hotel visits and it's just such a incredible thing because nothing compares to the one-on-one time yeah you know what i'm grateful for i'm gonna cut you off really fast why because i just want to point it out (laughs) what I will never not let Jen remember when she said she I don't doesn't talk. talk. I don't talk, but and I'm I, have asked, I talk. I have asked I've interrupted Beth everyone. to share a story. I have <laughs> asked <laughs> Sasha's story. Okay, can I My share a story? story? I'm going to share a Jen said, hold on. Okay, but first, hold on. So you guys did a, you did your fundraiser podcast, and I had a whole conversation with Shelby and Jane and you two as I'm listening to the podcast, and I'm like, well, why aren't you talking about this? And ask her that. Like, it was a really good conversation. I just have a lot to add, barely. <laughs> Do you want to be on every episode? She does. I mean, I would talk and interrupt people, so I probably shouldn't. So these are probably the appropriate ones to put me on where we're just fireside chat with Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She should be the host of the fireside chat. I have a lot chat. of things to say. Apparently. I agree. So I think nice things. Yeah. Continue. Because what Shelby oh, left off. See, there it is. There it <laughs> what is. Shelby left I off with our very first gala, it started raining and we had people dressed to the nines. And so they're in these gowns of like beautiful glitter and everything. And there's no pavement outside, so it was a mud party pit. So you have women sinking in heels at like 10 o'clock at night. But it was such an awesome event because Shelby, you know, this was our first time. We were so brand new and she brought in $30,000. How phenomenal is that? We were at the point where our very first fundraiser, we did the roller skating at Sonic Mm -hmm. and we raised $400. We almost threw a party because $400 was was so much. And now that's like preventatives for a day for all of our dogs. So yeah. Yes, I have a story for everything. Cut me off, block me out. Um, we should go back and mute edit. <laughs> yeah, mute her and turn her volume down. <laughs> you can mute the boss. A little bit hurtful. She gonna fire us. <laughs> Continue, Sai. What was the question? What you're thankful for this question? year? 
Well, oh, the what? purpose of this episode. If she doesn't talk, I jump in. Yep, you better what? hurry. Yeah. <laughs> she can't get up. No more Edison, Roma, Tobin, Tuts, Grandpa, Buck, Millie uh-huh, McCoy, Rosie, Benny, Queen, and Duke. And Nas. God, I love that dog. I, You know when I found out? I was like, Jen, you're breaking my heart every time you take one of my dogs. I know, I remember. But I understand. It gives them the opportunity yep, to socialize. And so, he's going to have a friend. He what, is. In my opinion, one of the best ways to rehabil- rehabilitate a dog is to put them in a pack of confident dogs. You have really confident dogs in the barn right now. Why? Because adoptions are a little bit slower, but that's actually okay because they learn to get comfortable in their environment and they pick up cues from dogs that are okay with other dogs. Sasha, for example, she was in an apartment complex. It was just high stress for her. Incredibly loving foster, but just not right environment for her. So she came to the barn and she's socializing now. She has dog friends. She likes new people. Um, so it, it, it's Sometimes it's not necessarily the foster, it's the dog and the need to learn from other dogs. I'm trying not to talk, you nope, guys. I good. really am trying not to talk. I am. So, Sai, <laughs> besides all the dogs that you work with. Really? She's getting back on mute. She is. What else are you thankful for? I, the friendships. Honestly, I don't have a life outside of my kids. The work. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. You had one, then you're here, and then you have one. It's just all there. So I'm grateful for everybody that with you know that I have a relationship with in always and forever because Jen, Sheila, football, hockey, always and forever. The podcast, like it. It's a relationship that really means so much to me, and I'm grateful for. Hold on, we have to unmute you. Go ahead, Jen. Oh, hurtful. (laughs) Um, I said it all really does tie in because we're okay. Fist bump, really, people. (laughs) So, like, like, this is going. Even the cool part of the hotel sleepovers, too. We run a women's semi pro tackle football team. Yes, I'm so excited about this. City Glory. So, they have new recruits coming in that are college athletes or so forth, so that live out of town. So, we are always looking for opportunities to get our dogs hotel stays so we partner up with them and then our dogs get a night to spend with the girls on the team and they get to promote them and and again it's just i say this all the time good attracts good it's good people doing good things for each other to help in every aspect what amazing way to help empower women with sports and young girls and to help animals at the same time that don't have a home get to spend a night in a hotel basically have a slumber party well and they're all good at social media and it's going to be them the dogs being promoted in different states and cities as well now. Absolutely. So we, we have people the coming in from Denver, Texas, I think somebody from Brazil, Ohio. And we don't adopt to Brazil. Yeah. Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Denver. Like all oh, over. Yeah, okay. People are coming yeah. up. Denver's in Colorado. <laughs> Has anybody said Colorado yet? Either way, all these new cities that these dogs are going to be promoted through because the glory is going to promote it as well. The dog of the week, dog yeah. of the game, kind of like the Casey Current does. I'm so excited about this partnership. Oh, our dogs need We're jerseys. Need a jersey. We need oh, jerseys. Awesome. Jen's yep. retired. We can use hers. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. I am retired. Size. I will be using hers. <laughs> yes, you will. As you, you should will. play. You. I mean, if you find joy in something, why stop? This Who cares podcast about isn't age? about football. The po- okay. um, it's. I think it's my podcast this week, right? Ooh. Aren't I? I didn't, it, she's definitely made it her podcast. I meant this week. Not in j- Oh, <gasps> did you mute me for that? No, we muted ourselves because it's your podcast. That's not what I meant. This week. Gosh. 
She did say that. Yeah. Okay, so you're done with what you're grateful for because we still have not heard from Beth. Yes. Um, I kind of feel like I started out with what I was grateful for. <laughs> she really didn't. You have to speak before Jen starts talking. I'm going to talk. I'm well, going to pause. pause. Remember when I started the episode and said, raise your hand before you talk? Oh, and Jen's oh. hand has just been up the whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's, she talking. got cramped. <laughs> Automatic talking. I'm sitting here every time I see Beth and Jen together. I'm, every time I see them together, I picture this is going to be us. <laughs> Me and Sheila. Like, I love your relationship. You guys are always laughing. Yeah. Friendship. On yeah. Can I say that over? We don't do that. Have matching I can show you that. And they have matching sweatshirts. They're twenty. Okay. No, um, dang it, Beth, why uh-huh. would you show up in the same sweatshirt that I have on? I wore this first. And I don't know, she just showed up with a black sweatshirt on. Do you have anything that you're grateful for? Yes, I'm so grateful for so many things. Um, That's a terrible response. Would you like me to answer for you? um, No, but apparently if you pause three seconds, that's what happens. I made her speechless. That's actually No, there is a lot I'm thankful for, but I do, I stick with what I started with, and that is the opposition. It has brought all the opposition of people that don't believe in us, just brought the sunlight on all the good. And I think it's wonderful. And I... I am thankful for the opposition that has come our way because it has increased the passion of our followers. It has increased the passion of our workers. It has just shown so much good. Very thankful I get to work with my family and that we all get to be involved together. I have two wonderful daughters that work at the rescue too. And if you have teenagers, you know you don't get to see them very much. But I actually get to see them quite a bit. There is a lot of dog talk at our house. A lot. And I would say I'm also very thankful for the relationships. One of the things that I'm very thankful for that I wish other people could see was the wide reach. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, can we stop? Jen Dulski is raising her hand. Go ahead, oh, Jen. I she's waiting for you to think. No. Oh, no, I was raising my hand. I yeah, was waiting. Go ahead. You're good. Um, so a funny memory of how literally any time that you drive and then you park your car, we are basically the rescue of people that sit in their car and then check their 18 million oh, messages. Yes. So you'll see people in their cars as they pull up and then they're sitting there checking all the messages yep. wherever they go. And you lose like 20 minutes catching up on everything. So th- that's a funny little thing that I think all of us in some capacity do because there are so many messages that yep. go on. I do it. And now I look out in the driveway and my daughters are sitting in their car scrolling <laughs> through messages. all the rescue stuff. Finishing up their updates and everything else. But yes, I would say I am very thankful for the relationships. There are things this year that were hard and damn it. You know what? How yeah. long was it ago that you had your surgery? Four months. You Four look, months this week. Look, I had brain surgery. You look yep. amazing. Yep. So, and what did you do the other day? And I had what did two. We do the other oh, day? we played hockey. We sure did. Oh, we went on the I ice. I get to get on the um, And I wore a helmet. Ice, <laughs> ice rink with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We yep. had a scrimmage tomorrow. I would love. Yeah. But that said, I went through brain surgery and I had two full families there. Well, I don't know that anyone had any other prayer or thought that day other than our friend i mean that's that's what it is and that's it doesn't matter what people go through we've we've gone through a lot as a rescue even those that aren't with us anymore physically on this earth or that have chose to move on past our rescue we are who we are today because of the people that have built this organization and when it's built on a foundation of love even when we screw up we learn from it and it's, it's a pretty special place it is. It is. That drive drugs to people that need them. Yep. For their oh, my God. We are very thankful for that. <laughs> yes. With 
coins and pills coming out of your pocket. Okay, well, I'm, I meant the other day and not me. I, so, <laughs> but thank you for that. Jen also brought additional <laughs> gabapentin. And cat food. And cat yeah. food. We are trying everything over here. Oh, watch like the FDA show up or what is it? That DEA. This is all jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I had so many people to FaceTime at three in the morning. I mean, everybody was up. Everybody was ready to talk three in the morning in the hospital, ready to FaceTime. See, little things make a difference. I think the little things are everything. Yeah. And that's that's the whole thing. Whether it's an animal or a human being, how you treat them, that that's another thing too, is quality of life is extremely important. You know, if, if you're paying your employees minimum wage, you're going to get minimum care. That's I will always say that. These animals deserve better. The people deserve better. And we're about building a future and, and being the change that we want to see in the rescue community. And not everybody has the funding that we have and the blessing in the community. And I get emails all the time and, you know, how did you do this? How did you build this? Absolutely one day at a time. And I was willing to put everything I had into it. And now every single person that stands behind and with me on this journey does the exact same thing. So um, it's time, it's patience, it's consistency. And it's and I hope they love. realize that. I hope they realize that. There's like a billion people out there that I have never met that I'm so thankful for. Yeah. So thankful. How many people pray for you every day? Correct. And pray for your rescue you have and your no dogs. Idea. And-, and that's the thing, too. We will always ask for prayer warriors and people who can't <clears throat> donate. That's okay. Prayers. Prayers are everything. Oh, those people show it's, up. It's amazing the love and support that people have just to say a kind word, even to somebody on a post that might say they're lonely and always and forever is all they have. Me too. Hey, there's the connection. That means there's someone else out in this world that's going through what you're do- going through and you don't feel alone. And I think with the post, especially in the comments, what I've noticed, I like to believe there's friendships that mm-hmm. people are being, that meet each other through the comments and the videos and the daily interactories that have nobody else because you share that same and similar interest. And I've always said, when you find your passion, you find your people. Passion is these animals. These are your people. Yeah. No matter where yeah. you are located or anything else. So when you get on the Facebook page and you're interacting, we all have the same goal. TK's army. That's yep. what it is. Indeed you know? it is. And it's not just about TK anymore. It's about animals that might have a past and that don't want to be judged. People don't want to be judged. Why judge an animal? We believe in second chances. We always will. Did that about sum this gratitude up? Did yeah, we, it did does. We, did I'm going to say one last thing because yeah. I saw a video on it the other day. You briefly mentioned big moments, little moments, little, mm-hmm. moments, yeah. little moments in life. If you count it down... Typically, the average person will have like 150 to 200 major events like graduation, weddings, birthdays, everything else. But if you live until you're 75, that's about 27,000 days. Are you spending the majority of the day to day outside of those big moments that we all fabricate and try to make into the biggest thing possible? That's that's not life. The real life is those other 27,000. I love that. That's when you just really think about it, like I that is too. your your day to day is the content of your life and that's the morning shuffle that's the spray cheese videos that's the play yard outside with tug you know that's the walks that's that's the The good good night video in the sunsets it's the little the little moments are everything and when they're gone why wait until they're gone it's right now and we were having a conversation earlier about how much always in forever posts and i think that is what makes it so separate and different is you are posting those 27,000 other days yeah. <laughs> every single day. They're big little moments. Yeah, say, they're little moments, but they're not. They're but they're big. not. They're because big. It's a Sitting big out impact. Sitting out watching sunset with TK, it's big. Right. So I can't even tell you how many people, when I first started this, said, stop posting so much. You are going against everything that Facebook does and says with their algorithms. I shot down every naysayer because 
all I could feel was joy when I was there. And I knew people couldn't be there. Not everyone can do what I do. And and I say this knowing so many people suffered from the pandemic. But for me, it was a blessing because I got to be with my dogs and I got to be Muggsy at her end of life, my my other dog that I lost at 12 years old. And she was my world. And being able to work from home in my world, blending with the dogs, that's everything. And when I have something so beautiful that God has given me, you have to share it. You have to share it. And that's what we do. But we share everything. It's, it's real. It's transparency. It's, it's the funny voices that we all have when we're talking to animals, even if you're a guy. <laughs> and, um, your voice goes really, really high. Mine goes really high, too. Um, but then sometimes it's soft and they feel your energy. They feel your love. They know you. And even at the hardest times when it's goodbye, even if you screw it up completely, they see your soul. And there's, there's no wrong with that when it's done with love. Okay, so transparency is that the recorder's battery died and we needed to find some. And so I am finishing this episode by myself, but I wanted to take a moment to thank Jen, Beth, and Sai for coming out tonight and doing the fireside chat and really just getting down to raw emotions, kind of digging into it all and what we're grateful for this year in a very roundabout way of sharing stories that we are just grateful for each other and the community of Always and Forever and the highs and lows and everything that just brings us all together. So thank you everybody for listening. And as always, it's never too late for a happily ever after.